3: Hello, everyone. I'm welcome back to the Vanderpump Rules Season 10 Reunion Part 2 Wrap Up Podcast. The great Al Asher cannot be with us tonight, but she is listening to us from a trailer 100 yards away, and she'll be joining us next week, so don't worry about that. But I do have the great dynamic duo, Haley Strong and tick tack the Goal. Haley, how are you?
4: Sorry, what's that? I just came back from my fifth bathroom break of the reunion.
3: Yes, just stay in your chair, Haley. It makes it a lot easier. Just stay in your chair, please.
4: But it's right. harder for me to yell at people while sitting in my chair.
3: That's true. Uh, Nicole, how are you doing tonight?
0: Doing good. Feels great to be back as always. So happy to be here the night after the Good is Gold EP was released. Very iconic. Yes. And maybe we'll talk about Sandoval too. You know, he did some stuff. We didn't really learn anything new.
3: Sheena's a legend though unbelievable and that type of atmosphere to break out that record though in that moment Um, uh, unbelievable Unbelievable. she was just
0: sobbing like hysterically giving a monologue about how sandoval ruined her life and all of her friendships and how she's the biggest victim and then she pulls out the record like queen of making it all about herself iconic
4: hear me out was this sheena's best episode of vanderpump rules ever and like I, I don't mean like activity wise. I mean like has she ever seemed better than this? Like I feel like Sheena always does a questionable thing where I'm on her side on this episode.
3: She she was great. She the way she kind of kept her composure for as long as possible, which you don't actually have to do, but the way she was able to like keep that composure for almost to the end. And then she finally broke a little bit at the end of it, but she was great. She had a lot of good points, she a lot of good one-liners. She's like Zing shorts a couple of times, which I really appreciated. Uh, she was able to articulate her pain very well. The, the betrayal that she felt from Raquel and Sandoval Yeah, she was, she was fantastic. She, for me is probably the biggest winner from this part and really from the first two parts, because now we probably won't see her again for much of the next week. But yeah, she was a big winner for me as well.
0: Yeah, she set the bar pretty high um at the finale though. Her scenes where she was talking to Ariana when they were all in the breakup cave. Like Sheena was she had great moments then. But I'm like, best of all time, I mean, she wore a crop top wedding dress. Like that was pretty iconic. I mean, the fact she was getting married to someone she would soon divorce was not iconic, but she was the most iconic part of that situation. So Sheena has the highest highs and the lowest of lows. She did get punched in the face at her own engagement party right um but that's just like that's sheena luck right there
3: that is so yeah so we have sheena is a big winner um obviously there's a lot of other things we'll we'll, we'll uh get into they really start off with like the, the lala randall said i know there's like so much happened throughout the season but it just feels anytime we're not discussing the the scandal and even like schwartz and katie a little bit it does feel like we're just as Katie says, just getting through things, just looking to get through things. And obviously this would have been a much higher profile topic if it wasn't for the scandal, but we have a little bit more into Lala and Randall. Lala gets a pushback over the timing of the relationship starting with Randall. I don't know if we got real closure on that. I think it's a little muffy as the one, the timeline started, Nicole, did you get a sense of like, what, like for Lala and Randall, like, was it like the first time or was it months later what what did you get from lala
0: um i think it's funny that they met at sir i love how that lisa was vehemently denying the fact that he was not no he really was in my restaurant um i do think like she i mean it is where you insane. take your mistress right <laughs> <laughs> great callback great callback um yeah i do think they probably hooked up after the first date do i really care no i mean yeah. She got a, I mean, she got a lot of good things and a lot of bad things, probably more bad things out of that relationship, mm. but she was always adamant that she hit it the first night. So I'm going to take her at her word. Maybe she was flexing for Stasi in that callback, but I don't know. I was pretty adamant that like she was in it from the beginning, but I doubt that she was on the casting couch. If she denies that I believe her, I believe women.
3: Haley, what, what did you make from Lala? This, Lala was all over the place for a lot of it, but like this scene with uh, the with Randall, any big takeaways from you that you had here?
4: Um, I'm a little naive and I will just like take people for like at their word. Like if she says that's the case, like they met at sir and she meant more like the first date that she mm. hit it, whatever. I do think she was probably like trying to like be cool for Stassi and also right. that was in her drinking days. So like you know, things can be a little messy. Also, Nicole, sorry, I meant to tell you, your haircut looks fantastic. Awesome.
0: Thank you. I thought it was giving Raquel, you no, know, like for the shoulder. Length. Okay, thank goodness. Thank goodness. No, I, I really I, like it. It's, it's like I walked into the salon and said, Give me the haircut of the most hated women in America, Raquel and Haley Bieber.
4: I feel like there's like a two inch difference between what you've got going on and what Raquel usually does. So, but that's so all the difference. <laughs> Um, yeah I think Lala as much as we um, I think we can enjoy her and support her like I feel like her timelines have always been a little fuzzy and a, she's not my most reliable narrator mm-hmm. um, I have been listening to her podcast the last like couple weeks I really do enjoy it um, and she says something a lot probably three times an episode where it's like sticks and stones may break your bones but words will never hurt you um, and she, like, goes with that a lot. And I don't back that. <laughs> I feel like you can be really mean with just your words, <laughs> especially coming from Lala, because
3: that is her big thing is that like she will yeah. like cut you apart with her words. So it is interesting that she's the one preaching that because she would bore get you with the words,
4: yeah. And it's like what you say can really hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, and I will take that personally.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, never forget like Havasu when the, her and Raquel were just calling each other bimbo mistresses back and forth.
3: And then and Lisa again, like, I think maybe after lunch, so I think we saw Lisa kind of change tunes a little bit after the lunch break. But even before here, she was like pushing back on Lala. She was the one that brought up the timeline with Randall. She's pushing back on her getting so angry. Uh, Lisa again was kind of in a weird, she was pushing back on James a little bit as well here. Like this was, again, like I don't know what was going on with, with Vanderpump here before the, maybe she needed to eat and then she like... <laughs> kind of came to like where she should be a little bit more side but even here once again she was trying to like push back on the people coming at uh the top so it was very odd to see uh, lisa pushing back at at lala over all this of like really trying to like kind of crack at her own character and make her like i'm like an untrustworthy witness almost in the whole proceedings that was very odd i found
0: she's in her defensive era i don't Mm -hmm. know what she's defending what her agenda is I think maybe she's just like people pleasing Andy a little bit. She's like, Oh, not my kids embarrassing me on live television again. And she wanted to shut it down. But Mm -hmm. I think after she had some lunch, I agree with that. That's a very poignant point.
3: And the lunch break was one of my favorite moments of the entire episode. I loved all the behind the scenes stuff. I feel like they got a lot of like coming away from commercial break, coming into commercial break moments. They don't normally do one for unions a lot of times. And then even like this whole lunch break situation, which I think it could be one of the more important things with, with Tom and Raquel where we get to see them first for the first time interact here uh, at the reunion. And they have a whole conversation that feels the way it ends and the way it starts feels very like Sandoval being like, okay, action. And okay. Cut at the, at the end of it. So Haley, so we have Tom and Haley, Tom, 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 and, Tom and Raquel. And don't you dare. <laughs> so, I'm don't so sorry. That's, I, I, I almost can't say anything meaner, but we have Tom and Raquel basically, Recounting the events of the reunion, Tom giving his perspective, and Raquel's like, "Yeah, I kind of saw the whole thing." Samwell <laughs> giving his perspective. I, uh, wh- where do you think do you think his perspective was fair that he was sharing uh, with Raquel from his from his point of view?
4: No, because here's my thing. Um, I think Tom is struggling with his loss of control on the situation Mm -hmm. and therefore he's like trying to put his little um tendy hooks into anything he can and so and that is Raquel and so him learning that she is watching the reunion from the trailer Mm -hmm. then you can like you can like see the wheels turning for him of like oh okay well then I can't control the narrative that they're just like berating me in there so mean and they're calling you an idiot like he can't control that narrative and then later again that's mirrored when he says oh i need to take a break from filming and we see the Uh producer and it was like the stupidest argument i've ever seen because tom is obtuse (laughs) um and um where he's like oh I, i i need a break i need a break and they said okay great you can absolutely have a break you have to take that break alone.
3: Mm-hmm. He's
4: like, no, no, I want it with Raquel. And they're like, well, then the cameras have to be with you. That's in a contract. You know, that's the case. He's like, no, that's so messed up. When on it, like, uh, like, it's so blatant that he wants that time off camera with her to, like, set her up for her segment and tell right. her what to say. Like, yep. it's so, it's so obvious.
3: Right. So then he wants to review the script that they, uh, yeah, that they exactly. any new, any new key things that they want to review absolutely 100
4: yeah and there's like a lot of points he tried to hit and it, it's funny how they always talked about Raquel like if um you know she'd always plan what she was going to say and if it didn't go according to her plan she'd basically short circuit and I felt like we saw Tom short circuit a lot um but his like version is not not talking it's like I know I am, but where are you? Like, that's what it was all like. We got a lot of like, okay, but you, I'm a mm-hmm. narcissist, no, you're a narcissist. Like, you took your I- IUD out as soon as Stasi did. Like, that's what? a we need to get. We'll, we'll circle back to that. We got to circle back to that. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Or, you know, when, um, he, you know, Ariana was like, oh, like, you told me your tactic was just to talk over people when you didn't want them to talk. That was was
2: like, no,
0: that was your tactic. No, that was your tactic. No, that was your, t- like, it was so juvenile. Yeah, just call Tom Sandoval Ted Lasso with the way he was coaching Raquel. He you could tell that he didn't realize that Raquel was gonna watch the whole thing because no. he came in and he was kind of like mansplaining it. And then mm-hmm. as soon as he realized that Raquel was watching a stream of it live, he was like, Oh shoot, I can't, you know, control this thing. Mm-hmm. He was spiraling out of control. I felt the short-circuiting energy, the way he was like, I need to stop filming. It was giving adult temper tantrum. Yeah. Um, I was reading online the producer who deserves an Emmy for people handling after tonight, mm-hmm. He should have put Tom Sandoval more in his place, but that producer, um, apparently race. he was a cast member on that show fire Island. If anyone watched that a few years ago, <laughs> wow, what a producer Patrick. So um, yes, producer Patrick served. Cause like I like the minute somebody that's like my age starts, like, you know, raising their voice on me, I'm just like, chill. Mm-hmm. And I know if I say chill, it's going to make them not want to chill harder. But they needed a second to you know get their story straight. Like, and it's it's sad to admit that Ariana like was the girl that was being coached once. Like she can speak to it because mm-hmm. that's her experience. Like sad but true. Um, and you could just ah. Uh. And the worst part of that whole scene is when Raquel is like. They're trying to make us out to be pathological liars. And we know we're not.
4: not. What about the affair? The only thing we lied about, like we didn't lie about anything except that one thing that involved a lot of other things. (laughs) Correct. And was seven seven months. months. The only thing
3: we lied about was the affair. What else is everything else we we told the truth about?
4: Was truly everything. And that brings me to another point when um I, I don't remember. I think it was in Andy's one-on-one with Raquel which was like I truly felt my brain seeping out of my head a because it was so stupid and b because like it was hard to follow any of the quote-unquote logic that was being presented to me including like well I thought Ariana was dumb because obviously like we had the affair going on and it was so obvious and then Andy was like did Ariana ever confront Tom about it? well, yeah. What did Tom say? Well, Tom obviously said nothing was happening. And it's just like, okay, so you think Ariana is stupid for believing her boyfriend, her long-term boyfriend, partner, life partner, who you also want to be your boyfriend? Because you just admitted like, yeah, I was hoping that we could just be together. Like for what reason? What reason did you think that?
3: It's not adding
4: up for a
0: reason. No,
3: it's not. And like the frustrating thing for Raquel is like an interview with Andy, even every conversation she even has with Tom, it just feels like as Ariana points out, she's just regurgitating things that Tom tells her to say, or like tells her the points to make. And it doesn't feel like we get like any authentic response from her. Everything just feels like so scripted. And Tom stamped of approval, even like, again, like the conversation where it's like, yeah, we didn't lie about it, anything other than the affair. I'm sure that's what Tom is reinforcing her head like multiple times. It's it's, it's so frustrating. We don't, I feel like we don't get any sense of how Raquel truly is feeling, maybe because she doesn't have feelings, possibly, <gasps> because it's all just like what she's been fed to say. It's just all like coming. It's all Tom 2.0 of what to say, which is, is annoying from a viewer.
0: When has Raquel ever
3: been genuine? Quickly. See, you can't think of anything. Yeah. The,
0: pa- the panic attack in the car. Oh, th- and that was a little too real.
4: Yeah, I was feeling that.
3: I have seen the theories about, like, kind of trying to, because, again, we're still trying to figure out what this, like, big reveal is, is for five minutes um, in the last episode. We, have theories. That's, that's we The theory I've seen them that The latest theory of, is that panic attack is related to that, because maybe the oh. affair was already going on, and she's <gasps> freaking out being in the car with Ariana and all of them that they would come out I've seen that theory being around, And I've seen theory like the fact that they had On this lunch break maybe there was a Hot mic moment when they didn't realize they were Still on mic maybe Tom got his way and thought there Was like an off camera moment but there really wasn't So yeah I mean we wouldn't still don't know. You, you wouldn't think so W- you wouldn't think so, but, but Nicole, you brought up the comment that um, I think happened in this segment with Randall, where I think uh, almost under his breath, I, it's almost surprising they caught it, because I don't think anyone else did, but the comment... No, Lala, Lala went on
4: her IG and said, like, if I would have heard that... He that was my question,
3: because there was no follow-up to that comment, and no one said anything, so yeah, so did Lala... What did Lala say after hearing that comment uh, on the episode? I don't think anyone heard it live. No,
4: she said like nobody heard that um, and that like there are a lot of moments you don't hear and like and I feel like we got that a lot in the first episode. Mm -hmm. Um, They almost foreshadowed it nicely. Like we got a lot of like side banter through like the microphones um, and she went on her Instagram and basically said like if I would have heard that you'd have been done for like you can say what you want about me like that's That's your prerogative, but like don't talk about my child Mm -hmm. and don't talk about like how my child was brought in this world, et cetera, et cetera. And like, I'm not always on Lala's side, but I'm very much on her side in this. Like he had absolutely no right to say anything like
0: that. Tom Sandifal, not a feminist, confirmed. (laughs) Like we needed more confirmation. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's just kind of like grouty because like all of the girlies were getting pregnant around the same time and I could very much see like they you know, there was always rumors about like the Vanderpump Rules baby pact and it's like, yeah, yeah. like I can see that.
3: And I don't think it's not like going to like an urgent care to get like a with us you can't just like walk in and just get your id that like that's well, just no. not works.
4: And, and like i'm sure it was like a planned thing yeah. like it was like a, okay well you know what we aren't getting married anymore so why don't we think about having a child and st- right. like you know whatever like it wasn't shocking to me when she announced she was pregnant and i don't know tom is a grody little dude i'm glad he doesn't have any children to bestow upon us thank god
3: thank god I, we could have an entire spin-off of just James and the girls chatting at lunch. That would be just such a fun show for me, just seeing them like uh, gossip about other people. James or or James, oh my god. James, Ariana, Katie and um and Lala just all hanging around eating lunch together, gossiping about what the going on with the day. that was one of the more pure joy moments for me from the reunion just it was like actual Japan. fun yeah. yeah
4: i like i liked when ariana came out in her little sweatsuit and lisa was like what are you doing she's mm-hmm. like i couldn't have eaten in that what are yeah. you talking about i barely sit in it
3: yeah that, that's funny i've always thought that like when they have their lunch break so they wear like their ball gown dresses while <laughs> eating like a caesar salad or are they changing and it's good to know for the most part lala kept her dress on i think everyone else um did uh put on like a sweater, or I think Katie wore like a robe over her dress. But yeah, I was—I always wondered what they do during the lunch break. So that was that was good clarity. So I appreciate that.
0: I, I love seeing everyone's little slippers. Like mm-hmm. it looked like a Amazon ad from TikTok threw up all over the screen with the amount of fuzzy slippers I saw.
4: I mm-hmm. think actually, uh, Katie might have been wearing a robe from Lala's yeah.
3: robe line. Oh,
0: which is like great synergy. You love it. Forgotten. um shilling content i forgot all about it you forgot about
4: shilling content
0: i know i forgot about lala's i guess oh, it's content yeah. she
4: made it herself i mean made it herself i think is um probably not quite the case but um she sold it she definitely yeah, her name was on the package
0: i'm not gonna look into the ethics around that
4: Mm-mm, no thank you i do not have an economics degree nor a i'm blind actually
0: degree. i can't read.
3: She gave them Lala. Gave them Lala ropes. Good friend. Yeah. Okay, round two. Name something
1: that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.
3: we had the debut of Allie the reunion, I think the only person to make their debut this reunion, I think Allie handled herself pretty well got some questions Mm -hmm. about um, you know, Lala and Raquel coming at her about her relationship with James how they first met, Um, I feel like she composed herself pretty well, was pretty good everyone everyone loves her, I mean Lisa made a point to like mid-sentence point out how much she loves uh, how much she loves Allie so I think it's she's clearly indoctrinated herself very well to this group and everyone seems on board as much as they're on board with James which is which is lovely to see Nicole did you like uh, Allie's debut on uh, this reunion she
0: kind of had like a delulu start like, when they were asking her, how did you meet James? Like, you've mm-hmm. ever watched Vanderpump Rules? I could tell, like, she had a plan in her head for how she was going to answer those questions. And I was like, you knew what you were doing when you were going to James Kennedy's show. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, you gotta be with the band. Um, and, like, the fact that it was so quickly after, you know, James and Raquel breaking up their engagement. So, like, I have questions there, but she just seems so sweet. Like, she got James in therapy. That's no small task. <laughs> like, saint. that He's like, I have no childhood trauma. I'm like James. We've seen your mom on the show. I'm so right. sorry to, to report to you that you may have a childhood trauma. And but he's working it out. Love that mm-hmm. for him. I low key want to get one of the astrology readings from Allie. They're pretty reasonably priced. Yeah, are they a like 48 bucks or something? Yeah,
3: that's not bad. I would spend. She should $40. start charging more. Yeah. She needs to start charging yeah. more. She should get a lot more than that.
0: No, that's like a low ball even for a cameo. Yeah, I was she's say. giving them. She's reading their charts. She's getting into their psychology.
3: That's intimate. That could be fun RGP group activity. Everyone gets their readings done from from Allie. Team bonded.
4: Don't tempt me. <laughs> that sounds great. Actually, I'm sure she'd give us a group discount.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's she's pulling up now. She's pulling up now. <laughs>
4: um. Yeah, I really liked Allie in here actually, mm-hmm. and I thought I thought she was very um judicious if that's how you use that word um in talking about her scenes with lala and raquel Mm -hmm. i thought she was able to like stand her ground and say like hey yeah i wish i would have told them to back off and like she kind of like looked at lala and lala was like no yeah i get it um but she was able to be like but in that moment i did I was willing to take in what they were saying, and I. but I wish I was more protective of our relationship. Yeah. And I really I appreciate that perspective. Um, and I appreciated Lala like being an adult about that perspective. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see Alec back, assuming the show is back next season, everyone's on. It'll be interesting to see her on the next season. She gets to see herself on TV. She will see what the fan response is, learn a little bit more being on camera, because I think as she went through the reunion, as as she went through the season, she was getting more comfortable. I like that she pushed back on that, which we can get to that weird story again about like Sandoval George bringing about James getting drunk and kicked out of a club or whatever. But I like to she pushed back to being like, no, actually no one else was there. Like I was there. I know what happened. So I'm like push back on that. And I think again, I think she, her being in the group a little bit more, she won't be as uh, not afraid, but won't be as like shy to push back on some of the, some of the girls now that she's a little more familiar with them. So I think Allie 2.0 next season Will will be a lot of fun and I think a, a good person to add into this mix because I think she pointed out here how how good she could be in within the group as she did here in the reunion.
0: I hope she gets second season lip fillers. I think she's ready. It's time. <laughs> no, I like her lips. I like that she's it's like a rite of passage. Oh, you know, like sorry. when the drag queens come back for all stars on RuPaul's drag race and they have duck lips? Because they guess. got that money from the show. Ali, we're gonna we're gonna personally fund her uh her lip injection site. Oh my she doesn't God. need it, but if she wants it, we're fundraising mm-hmm. for her. Oh
3: boy! So we'll sell more feet picks, like they did for. Uh,
4: oh <laughs> for no! If I'm selling feet pics, it's for my own things. <laughs> also, I just, um, you know, I've I've been talking the last few weeks about how I recently started Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, um. And we meet Paul Nassif, who at that time was married to Adrian Malouf, one of the housewives. Um, and it's funny because, you know, him and him and Lisa had a bit of a tiff in those in those early seasons. And yet he comes back as like the consulting doctor on Raquel's second nose job. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that.
3: Does that like come up on there? Because you have like an IMDb page when you come up on those type of things. Like do you get like a, a credit
4: it's just all in my noggin like this stuff. I don't know. I should start like a reality TV one because also during real housewives of Beverly Hills, Adrian had a, uh, a fashion show for her shoe line. Um, and one of the models, I was like, oh, "That's Eugenia from America's Next Top Model." Slay! Amazing. She was robbed. Or when I was her watching and Melrose. Yeah, and when I was watching Winter House, and I think it was Gabby. I was like, "I know her, America's Next Top Model."
0: Oh yeah! Wow. You're
4: welcome. It's, it's my one skill is like knowing when people are from America's Next Top Model.
0: Miss Encyclopedia. It's an, Jones important over scale. Here. It's an
3: important skill. An important skill. We got a little more insight, not only more, insight. a little bit more flashbacks as to Tom and uh, Raquel and her parents about the relationship they had with with James, a little bit more. I mean, they had like a very rocky relationship. I feel like that was a a big part of why their engagement fell through, right? uh, I mean, they always take a lot of shots at each other. They basically hated each other, Raquel's parents and, and James. We got a little bit more here. Um...
4: I wouldn't it's want just, my daughter dating James Kennedy.
3: No, especially like James Kennedy from like 2018, 2019, for sure. Maybe now it'll be a little more tolerable. But I don't like,
4: think so. I've watched the show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they just really just did not like each other, and uh, it, I mean, I was just it's just brutal. They were all yeah. all very mean to each other. The uh, Rachel Kills parents and James so even more James so. James
0: goes so deep below the belt. I was watching with my boyfriend, and he was kind of, like, doing something on his phone, and as soon as they showed the flashback mm-hmm. to James calling Raquel's mom a fat B-word, crazy, crazy, by the way, and he just perked up. He's like, what kind of show are you watching? Right. I'm like, I know it's been a little snoozy, but leave it to James to, like, say something shocking and, and extremely offensive, not even borderline offensive. He
3: doesn't need sticks and stones. He's, his words. That's just like Lala. Just if like that's Bella. what he said
0: to Raquel's mom, what do you think he mm-hmm. would have said to Katie's mom a couple of seasons ago? Put it was Raquel actually, in shame.
3: <laughs> we got to see James's house. Good for him. David Sandoval threw him a congrats. We got we got James moving up in the world, buying a house. Like I'm glad that La, La, I'm glad that uh, Ali clarified that it was James buying a house. They didn't buy the house together. Like I think the, Andy tried to tee it up with that, but it was James's house, and Ali's uh, bringing her cats there, starting a for uh, a nice life together in the valley. Good for them.
4: I'm thrilled I for finally getting some cat girls on this show. Like it has been overrun by tiny dog girls for so long.
3: and barely mean dogs cause Graham's not good, I guess. so yeah um, <laughs> uh, I liked so Katie and Schwartz had a couple of funny like uh interactions. There was one earlier where Katie was like telling Schwartz, like run his hair, run his hand through his hair cause his hair was like all messed up. Um, and then we get the scene here of their kind of like schwartz trusting everyone and all this stuff this is where she knows to take a couple shots at at at, uh schwartz as well um but i feel like they're saving a lot of the the action-packed stuff for katie and schwartz when raquel's out there probably because i feel like we haven't really even delved that much into them at all it's been a lot of just like dipping their toe in the scandal ball and then cutting around all the other storylines i'm waiting for a little bit more of that but i feel like when raquel's out there that's when we'll get a little bit more uh with the, with the Schwartz trio and how Katie was, was treated because I feel like again like they, once they start getting into some of the storylines they like delve away into some of the less important ones it's been a little odd formatting for this reunion and again here they just kind of just randomly bring up Katie and Schwartz and then they move on to some other stuff I don't know if you guys have felt that way a little bit as well as some of the formatting for that, these first two parts
4: yeah I feel like I can't really get into any of the topics deep enough to like make an impact because we just and i get it we just keep going back to scandoval which is fine or um you know they keep yelling over each other and i get the point but it does not make for effective yeah. viewing what you yeah.
0: mean screaming is not effective communication it <laughs> makes screaming me insults? Shut,
4: yeah it makes me shut down i think that's uh you know Maybe I should go to therapy like James.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if someone called me a moron over and over again while I'm trying to tell them they're a moron, I'd probably have to leave the stage like James did multiple times. My honest opinion is I think that James was taking a little vape break. He's like, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, what do you think he was doing in there? He was blowing clouds, of course.
4: Um, I've heard uh, not that I've heard, but I've seen other other
3: other things he other things he could be doing in the bathroom as well. Hopefully (laughs) not for his sake, but you know. Who knows what I mean, vaping's
0: probably the, it's still going to destroy your body in the long run, but hey, right. if you need a little breather better than a cigarette, it makes your teeth a little bit less yellow, you know?
3: So we get into like the the speaker call, speaker phone call hard around the world. After the Watch What Happens Live um, situation, we dive into the restraining order. Sheena has to be very type about it. Um, and it's all about whether or not she punched or slapped or shoved or did anything to raquel uh ali in one of her few questions she uh us how loud would your speakerphone have to be for tom to hear sheena admitting that she put that she did punch rachel uh, outside of tom tom how, how clear could speakerphone calls be outside of new york city streets i feel like it's very odd how everyone was able to hear this call so very well on, on speaker i usually can't hear anyone but maybe i'm just old i don't know uh gen z how how's how the speakerphone calls going with you Nicole?
0: I bet if they were screaming, you could hear things pretty clear. I haven't gotten into a fight in a long time and especially not one over the phone. But if I'm feeling a little activated, I'm going to be punctuating my words because I want them to hear every single word of my vitriol. So I'm sure it was something like that. And they were panicking. So they probably weren't like the the most clear, but they were certainly loud. And that gets the point across. I mean, why do you think they do the Big Brother Mm -hmm. diary rooms like that?
3: Haley, I hope you don't have to take a five-minute pause before you uh, answer if you actually thought Sheena punched Rachel like oh. Sandoval had to do. The Honestly, longest pause of all time.
4: I've been having some computer issues over the last few weeks. Uh, short story long, um, my computer just like wouldn't turn on. I got stuck in this loop, so I basically had to... Um, Get a uh, external hard drive and find a way to like get all of my stuff onto this external hard drive. Reset my computer, uh, and since I've like cleared my computer and done like the factory hard reset, I've run into this issue where my computer will just like will lose Wi Fi, and I don't know why, and I can't figure it out because I am a little bit stupid. Um, but I don't lose Wi Fi in like my work computer or my phone. Um, and in this moment, when I was just, like, slightly looking away, I thought it was one of those moments where my mm-hmm. internet on my computer had <laughs> And it wasn't. It's just that Tom could not, like, he was doing the, the patented Raquel shutdown.
3: hmm I think he was trying to run off the clock. He was like, can I just sit here silently for the next 10 hours and the reunion will just end? Maybe I yeah. can just, we could just end the reunion and I just won't have to answer.
4: Yeah, he was, like, He's obviously trying to protect Raquel because what does he have to protect Sheena for?
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Like, they were never friends. Let 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 that be known. Tom never loved Sheena.
3: Yeah, it was it was brutal. The the way Sandoval was very torn. Um, and then he finally started to side with Raquel, and you can see Sheena just like she she was so devastated with how losing Sandoval as a friend, of trusting Raquel and now trusting Sandoval, and it just all pouring out so horribly for her and this is where we start to see like her really start to feel emotionally how it's really taking its toll on her and I think I, I think Sandoval was starting to like get it a little bit but again it all just felt so crocodile teary anytime he would give an apology and again he just he, he says sorry more to her than Ariana sometimes their, their relationship was just, is just very odd how Sandoval was was treating like the collateral damage he caused from all this I don't think he still really gets it
4: no and I do appreciate in this moment I feel like Ariana in this has been really good at only speaking when she needs to Mm -hmm. Um, because it's like harder to make her look crazy when she's not like shouting the entire time but I did appreciate her using one of her little moments to like stick up for Sheena
3: yeah I mean she did the same for James like she as, as the person most directly affected, she has able to recognize like the people very close to them in this situation have also been very affected. She stood up for James when James was like, you're my brother, she's standing up for Sheena when like Tom and, and Raquel were like brother and sister to her. So she's able to like recognize everything that's, that's been caused and that's not something that Tom w- was able to do really at all. He tries to like, you know downplay all the other collateral damage that's that's been caused from this as opposed to Ariana being able to recognize it
4: and we also see here um andy gives sheena a piece of paper and then we flash back to raquel giving andy the piece of paper of them mm-hmm. like the lawyer like retracting the um restraining order and sheena said said like that piece of paper was bs like that's not something they can do like you have to go to court to do it mm-hmm. um and yeah, Sheeta really talks about how much this has affected her, and it's just like Sheeta has had many unlikable moments over the last ten years, but I really felt for her here because I yeah. think you know she she like held her she she put herself in worse positions defending these people, uh-huh. and they had no problem throwing her under the bus the first moment where it might benefit them.
0: Sheena's had some bad moments this season. Like we haven't even really gotten into, maybe it was last week, but it was forgettable. If so, um, her pushing Rachel and Tom Schwartz together, like, Ooh, like if things didn't turn out the way they did, Sheena would probably be looking a lot worse in comparison. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, Raquel might be looking kind of good if this all never happened, but um, yeah, poor Shishu. She's going through it. Like, they got the law involved, like, let the, the like, I don't expect Raquel to know the law, so maybe she was just, like, throwing out a bunch of legal jargon to, like, make herself look good, but I remember seeing TikToks of Sheena going to court and leaving victoriously, so, like, clearly whatever Rachel was trying to do didn't have the desired effect, but maybe she was just trying to, like... sent a different image i also don't know the law so i don't know why i'm talking crap about rachel in this regard but. no rachel
4: didn't show up to court she um <laughs> yes like, how could we forget yeah she like she didn't in the time mention that she was handed this piece of paper but it didn't mean anything and she could have made the choice to not go to court that day but she didn't know anymore whether Raquel and her lawyers were bluffing or not that it mm-hmm. was done. um, So she went just to be like, okay, like, I just got to make sure that she's, like, not going to be here. And then it was dropped.
0: Where does Raquel have the money to hire these lawyers? Her, her can pay her that much? Oh, I because. guess her
4: sister was, like, the one who encouraged her to, like, put the restraining order in. But Sheena is the sister that Raquel never had. So what's tea? So... Raquel was adopted oh there's, back, there's layers yeah yeah no there's a lot of layers so Raquel was adopted by her maternal aunt so her birth mom mm-hmm. um, she had already had her kids and she was done and she became pregnant um, and then her sister had wanted children but couldn't have children She so she adopted Raquel so Grandma Buttons is her Biological grandmother, right? Um, so then, this sister- I want
0: her at the reunion.
3: Grandma buttons. Oh,
0: yeah. I want I, to hear from Grandma buttons. What did I, Raquel's mom say about James's? You know what? Um, I need to know.
3: She should go for the shame. She should like scald Raquel. That would be great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um.
4: So the um, she does have a biological sister, but it's her like adopted cousin. But, and so Sheena is the sister she's never had. I want Yeah, like uh, yeah, sister. like I guess this this sister woman like wasn't <laughs> really actively in her life, and and it wasn't until like pretty recently. Like I mm-hmm. do think we saw this person at the engagement party. I think
0: so.
3: Yeah. And yeah. that was
0: genealogy with Haley Strong.
4: Yeah, please don't tweet me if I got any of that wrong. No, I think, if that, you're, I think that's right. If you're Raquel's lawyers, like please don't sue me. I'm Canadian. <laughs> your laws don't work here no. and I don't have the money for it this is all hearsay and alleged allegedly yeah I really wish Ellie was here to tell me if that is okay or not
0: <laughs> allegedly
3: allegedly, oh, allegedly. We, we did this is where we so we did get the first glimpses of some of the Raquel one-on-ones um, we talked about it a little bit last week but now that we're getting and this will probably be it for like the the side one-on-one conversations um, that Andy have with, with each of them so Andy wants to know, do you think the one-on-ones were a- with Andy were really adding anything um, to this reunion? Were I, they necessary?
0: I th-
4: Okay. I think they didn't hit the way the production wanted them to. Mm-hmm. But I do think they added some very necessary context to what was happening. Or like we were able to um, compare storylines and, you know, I just, or um, stories even. Yeah. So I did appreciate them being there, but I thought they were
0: hyped up too much. And it's tough when you know Tom Sandoval's lying through his teeth the whole time in his, mm-hmm. and Raquel is definitely at least partially lying in parts of hers. So you're you're not getting that authenticity. Not that I'm surprised with that from either Raquel or Tom Schwartz, uh, Tom Schwartz, him too, and Tom Sandoval. Um, And with Ariana, we were getting things that I feel like I heard from other people on the podcast circuit. Like the problem with Scandival is that it's so juicy that I need to consume the content of the Scandival 15 hours of the day. So at this point, like I know what there is to know. So if you have new lies, I'll listen. They'll go one in one ear and out the other. And I'll wait for next week to get more of the truth.
3: Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I think it's clear that like I get why they wanted to do it. I think this was such an unprecedented reunion moment that they wanted to try something different. But I, I again, I just don't. I, I think reunions are just more meant for like the group setting, bring everyone together. I don't know if they added this when they knew Raquel couldn't be there the whole time, so they wanted to have something else that they can uh, drop in. But if something like this ever happens again, I think we drop the one on ones and just do the reunion and let them let the three of them do or whoever might be involved, like do the podcast circuit, do a full hour, hour and a half interview, where you get more drawn out. Cause these like 30 second clips with Andy is just not, didn't really add much. And like, it's tough on him to, I don't know how long his actual conversations went for. So it's tough to kind of like source out all necessary information. So yeah, I think keep the reunions group settings and let people just do like their typical, you know, podcast circuit stuff. And let's, it was worth the attempt. I think it was worth it. I just, it just, didn't stick the landing and i don't think we need to bring it back again so.
4: i also want to talk about tom schwartz and tom sandoval's little scene um and i don't know if i'm looking into this a little more than it deserves to but we hear tom sandoval go green light green light yes
3: i want to bring that up yes
4: and then Tom Schwartz pulls a bottle of Xanax out, and he's popping some, and Ariana's is like, is that ecstasy? And mm-hmm. he's like, no, it's Xanax. And everyone's like, what are you thinking Xanax? He's like, oh, I'm nervous. And people are saying that this was like a pre-planned scene to like distract from Raquel's coming out.
0: Wouldn't be surprised.
3: Yeah, I've seen that. I feel like I think people are trying to read too much into that. I think the green light comment to me reads as like, oh, the camera is just on, so like you know we're filming again and i don't th- yeah I, I, I like the xanax thing i think that was just like schwartz's own like prop based on not prop i'm sure it was like real xanax but i think he was like just his own thing to do i was more interested in the fact that sandoval even in that moment was trying to coach him on what to say it was he would like whisper in his ear like just tell them like it's your medicine you can't like talk about it that was so weird you
4: don't have to tell them what you're taking and he's just like what does it matter like
3: right that's because it was like it a, was
0: a- open yeah, no, secret sorry. for so long yeah.
3: right yeah that was like just a glimpse of like how sandoval i feel like has coached ariana how he's coaching raquel how he's coaching schwartz it was just like he's trying to just be the puppet master even in that moment he can't even just let schwartz just take his annex and just uh be done with it yeah it was that was that was to me was a super weird moment that i'm glad the cameras caught um that was very bizarre so we have uh, another question from uh, Ali saying: So could you please speculate on the coaching Tom wanted to give uh, Rachel after she confronted him about Ariana and their intimacy? So th- we got a lot of Ariana bringing up the coaching that Sandoval used to do to her, what the coaching she might be, uh, he might be doing to Raquel. W- what do you think the the storyline that Tom is trying to feed Raquel that she is going to be the key talking points for their, you know, time on? set together next week haley
4: um that they just like they didn't want to hurt ariana and they were going to tell her and it was an accident but they just fell in love and like they couldn't resist each other and ariana was a nightmare to be around and everyone knew and et cetera et cetera yeah heard it all and before. that they sh- she should have seen it coming she they weren't be like they were being obvious et cetera et cetera
0: how dare Ariana trust her boyfriend of nine years and then Rachel has to walk around and believe everything he says when he's been caught in so many lies like, I'm sick, I'm sick. I'm sick of it all. They're going to come out and stick to their story. They probably mm-hmm. got their timelines correct. Maybe we did get a hot mic moment of them putting timelines together. But them putting together timelines with Schwartz who can't he doesn't even know like how to put his pants on in the morning. like. How the, how the three of them are going to keep it all together? I'm not sure.
3: The three Musketeers trying to come up with a scheme of the century. Yeah, I'd yeah. Like to I'm, try. Yeah, uh, it, it was very, very interesting because we get like obviously you know we talked about the first glimpse of the Raquel one on one with Andy and like the disgust that Andy would have with some of the answers. That I mean, we we saw it with Tom the way he was blaming Ariana in the moment of saying like you know if only she followed me. This never would have happened, and Raquel kind of had the same answer. I'm sure that Tom coached her on of like, you know, if you if she just followed me or if she questioned me, like who who, who amongst us doesn't ask our very good close friend, "Oh, are you having an affair with my boyfriend?" Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, that's a question you always ask your very close friend. So, silly on Ariana for not uh, pressing harder for her boyfriend or one of her best friends. Like, you know, why aren't you having an affair? Are you having an affair?
4: Well, and it's funny because like, um, well. Yeah. One of the points I've I've heard a lot lately, or not lately, but throughout the last couple of months, was that Lala, Katie, and like Allie were suspicious. They were questioning. They weren't sure. Um, but it's I've heard it. All, one of the talking points a lot lately from multiple different people is that they are not in the main circle of friends. They right. are not like you know always hanging out when they're not filming. Um, and all of the people who are in that circle have said. Well, that's just like the friend group. Like it wasn't suspicious at all that they would be going off together. Like we were all friends and that's just what it was like. Um, And we heard that from Sheena and it was kind of questionable coming from Sheena, but I've heard it from quite a few members of that group at this point. And so I kind of am very much believing that aspect where it was like, okay, this isn't actually that weird. Like you don't get the dynamics here.
0: I mean, who wouldn't trust their man in bed with Raquel?
4: What a nightmare thing to say out loud in front of. It's opposite day.
3: Amazing, even Lala in that one little flashback kind of clocked it too, saying like, "Oh, like oh, I I think Christina Kelly joked like, "Oh, you're gonna have a threesome with them," and then with Lala joked like, "Oh, that's a slippery slope." Like Lala, like she was on Raquel so early on. It's it's very impressive about I, how, uh, how I, I don't. She was. Yeah,
4: I don't want to give her full credit for that because she's always just been a Raquel hater. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's sure, fine. Like she can be sure. a Raquel hater. She hit the
3: jackpot though, hating but, on her though.
4: Yeah, yeah. It like it was a long con, and it worked out for her
3: the other yeah, key I'm ready narrative for... oh go ahead no no there no, you go i
0: was gonna say i'm ready for lala to be a villain again like she's been right too many times in a row mm-hmm. like we need she needs to be humbled love her but like i need to see her struggle a little bit as if she's not <laughs> <laughs> struggling with randall i want to see it on screen <laughs> though
3: popper's twitter gets on lala plenty so give her give her some time and they'll they'll turn on her are they don't like that lot La- i feel like people are upset that lala is capitalizing this as much as she is, given her her uh history so i feel like the, the the pendulum can swing back on Lala very soon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Count down the seconds.
3: Yeah. The the key narrative that clearly Tom was trying to push uh, that he brings up again here is that they weren't very truthful about their their his relationship on camera for all these years with Ariana that they held withheld things that they tried to portray this like you know perfect couple image uh, and Ariana was very controlling in not you know wanting to, to damper that at all um so so haley what do, what do you make of do you think there's any truth to that so to any validity to that, to that tom and ariana did hide things to try to make themselves look better as a couple or um were they were they more truthful than you know tom wants to admit
4: no i do think that's correct like we've heard it from too many people over the years that like those are the two people who are most different um i, I very much do believe that's the case but i also think he has found a point he thinks works for him and yeah. he's absolutely running with it like that was his plan all along we, you know we saw him planting the seeds um throughout this past season and um i i do believe it but i also think he had like a big part in them seeding perfect like he wanted the perfect brand yeah but that also doesn't mean you have to stay together for nine years. You know what I mean? Like, I just um, I don't know. I feel like that's just minimizing a lot of the relationship. And I think that's incredibly unfair.
0: But breaking up is so scary. I just got to sleep with my friend, my girlfriend's best friend. like that. How is that any easier than just like pulling the plug? Like Tom Sandoval, like clearly, all he cares about is his image, and that's why he was doing PR damage control when things were falling apart with Ariana. But he was complicit in it; he was actively, you know, seeking that out and performing. Yeah, he might
4: be more spineless than Tom Schwartz, which is like bars in hell. Yeah, like you are a jellyfish at that point.
3: It's funny because I was kind of on I was agreeing with you what going into this about how like I do think they kind of they try to keep that. Image of them being a perfect couple. But then when Ariana started listing like all the things that she did talk about on camera, that she even added a couple others, it's like, yeah, you know what? Actually, Ariana herself was pretty open. Maybe it was just Sandoval that yeah. was not open about what's going on because Ariana was very truthful about all the mental health stuff she was going through, all the body image stuff she was going through. She opened up about obviously losing her dad. Like she went through a lot of shit on the show. And maybe it was more just Sandoval just (laughs) wasn't opening up about himself and the issues that he was having in the relationship because Ariana seemed to be pretty truthful about it.
4: Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. I also would love to like um, add in a little drop of um, she said she was ride or die for Tom and would like always cover up stuff for Tom and to like make him look better and stuff. So I think maybe that's like a little piece of it, too
3: yeah i mean she was ride or die as she said to a fault like even when she knows that tom was in the wrong she was ride or die obviously they talked about miami girl last week i'm sure i'm sure like some of the fights that tom ha- has had over the years she like stood, stood by him but knowing he was in the wrong and maybe like when they discussed it in private and she was like disagreeing when they calling him out he just couldn't handle that he just wanted it to always be you know sunshines and rainbows and ariana is has never been that type of person so i think having any sort of pushback in sandoval's mind is like her being like a horrible bitter person when in reality it's just like a good partner checking um and (laughs) sandoval just couldn't couldn't yeah but
4: he was she was never nice to him and always made fun of his Stupid fucking clothes, and called him stupid and stuff. And,
3: mm. Just call a fashion icon, and then and then the the musician, <laughs> and will, then he'll put out. Yeah. yeah, that's all you need to get Sandoval. Fashion icon calls call band is great. His bar is not a failure. Any of those things, and she that'll get she was
4: too supportive. Like we've seen <laughs> too much from Sandoval. Like I'm almost getting a little mad at Ariana for like not reigning in this loser. <laughs>
0: She was trauma bonded. I like, know. Uh, I know. She that poor woman. Exists. She's finally yeah. free. Selling big razors and mm-hmm. serving chicken at the Raising Canes. I've heard Love those like razors weed. are fantastic. I will be purchasing. If Ariana's face is on it, I will be purchasing.
3: I did appreciate Lisa this is the the where she I think her mind kind of got. Right, she was calling out Tom's hypocrisy of like the fact that he would always call out Lala for being like private over her life yeah. and things like that. I'm glad she did point out the hypocrisy of him, uh, wanting to do that himself. So, I, I, good on Lisa again, starting to come around. But even when, uh, even when she was doing it, she was wasn't she's not as like harsh, yeah, her. not as harsh yeah. in the way when she was like call out Lala or James for their like rudeness or like what the comments she was like, be like, but James, but you know, Tom, you were you know, yeah. a little hypocrisy here but yeah was even that was like that's like our full force just really trying to keep that tom tom image as as strong as possible yes
0: tom tom will be just fine i feel like every single person or bravo head that i know that goes to la says that tom tom is the superior of all the laser vanderpump franchises so Hmm. i don't know if i can go in good faith but i feel like that's going to be the one that survives
3: i've heard the cocktails are good the cocktails are supposed to be very good there
0: and I've heard of some nightmarish things associated with food poisoning and sir. Yikes. So probably be staring clear of the sexy, unique restaurant. Restaurant.
3: Yeah, I don't but know about, something yeah. about
4: her sandwiches is looking good. Have you has have you seen that come up on your for you page on no. TikTok? No, it's they're marketing
0: overdrive. They're all over TikTok.
4: It's yeah, it's not open, but it looks like their interiors have really come together. The exterior has really come together. It looks fantastic.
3: Uh, I was hoping for them. They could have gotten open right after like the third part of the reunion, so they could have had like a an event there to like open it as the reunion is closing. But I guess that's probably not going to happen but maybe i, th-
4: I think it's going to be their premiere up like the premiere is like is that they opening? are yeah they are waiting until they get a hand at the vpr contracts yep. and that's the day the doors are that's smart open.
3: that's smart that would be a nice But also uh, just
0: like give them a spin off
3: yeah i mean that could be what happens that could be what happens who knows if they're uh, if they can't film with half the cast they might need a new uh, central locale and then you know file follow the uh, the cook it's something about her Maybe some of the cashiers that could be the new, sir. They might need oh, it. We're
0: so high right now. Like the show is just so iconic and amazing, despite this episode being a little sleepy. And I'm saying that as if it wasn't like must watch television. Right. Was, but it like, was we was got to come down about, you know.
4: It was the best scandal era episode so far in my humble. Okay. Mm,
3: okay. See, I, I like am a hot like take. finale
4: head.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, I feel. Okay. So here's my thing. I feel like the finale we knew exactly what was going to happen, the finale, like, we we knew it. I feel like last week's episode was a lot of hype without a lot of pipe. It's, I don't like that. Sure. Um, sure. Where this episode, we finally kind of started, like, seeing the mess and seeing, mm-hmm. you know, the mask slip on Sandoval. Um, and I think that's going to be, like, a really good lead-in to next week's episode. Like, it does really feel like a Shakespearean play. The three acts of the reunion yeah. and everyone dies next week Maybe. That's, that's why they can't care. give anyone contracts because they're all dead <laughs> I,
3: I, I know they wouldn't do because obviously they want to have the three weeks of content but this does feel like this would have played so much better if this was just like a three hour block just from like 8 to 11 on one night and they could just play it all through so I feel like on like a rewatch like watching these three in a row I feel like will flow much better than watching it chopped up a little bit more like this so Uh, I I get why they do it. They would never just do it all in one night with all this hype. They want to have the three weeks of like record setting ratings and stuff. But I think from a viewer's side, it would have been a lot easier to follow and a lot better of an experience watching them all back to back to back. So that way, like the Raquel stuff that they end with this week with the one on one and then her coming out, it kind of just flows right into the next episode. So it is frustrating a little bit, but understandable that they're breaking it up like this. But that's the price you pay.
0: As an impatient
3: person, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I mean, anything else from like the the one on one that Raquel had with Andy? I feel like yeah, a lot of it was she's just, just truly, pure disgust and no, yeah, no empathy.
4: She's a stupid demon. Like yeah. I think Lala absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Like I can't believe we have not seen one single tear, even fake, not from one. this woman. Um, we haven't seen any remorse whatsoever I think the
3: closest she's been smiling
4: yeah I
0: think think she's been laughing
3: more than sad laughing more than
0: sad (laughs) the
4: closest she's like I have some more regrets (laughs) yeah she's like oh maybe I should have written Sheena like a a letter like go absolutely fuck yourself like get out of here
3: yeah there's just no remorse like even when she says I should have remorse I feel like she's just saying that because she feels like she has to say it not because she actually has it like there's no regret like she's like just realizing now her character is in the question like the line about how she's like going through a transitional period like transitional period is you know dyeing your hair color right like it's yeah. not sleeping Getting and having a seven month saying. affair it's um,
1: crazy.
4: Yeah when, they, when she said like are my character is being um, called into question and I like you've earned that. Like you deserve yeah. to have your character questioned. Like, sorry, you you participated in an affair with your best friend and her like long term boyfriend. I think anyone would deserve to have their character questioned at least a little bit. Says the person with questionable character.
3: Literally right. me. Literally. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't call I you pulled your hair.
4: fair, but <laughs> oh
3: boy. Yeah, I mean look, the next week is obviously the main event with Raquel out there and again, I think she had a great episode, I think she had a great reunion, um because she, she even had a great finale, so like she really turned her character around these last few weeks after the rough season she had looking back on it, but I think we needed the swap out of, of Sheena for Raquel. I think it's about time that we finally get into it. We get Raquel to actually speak on this and not in like a cut up interview that she had with Andy, which is what we're all wanted to see, just to see her have to speak and see what rationale she tries to give, if she actually sheds a tear. I think all of that will will be interesting to see what we have next week. Because I think at the end of it now, we've finally put a bow on everything else from the season. And now we'll, all next week will finally be like a decently flow of. Trying to dive into it with uh, Raquel's point of point of view, which will be which will be very needed.
0: What about a glamping recap? I guess that that's kind of partially Scandal.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I I, I would love to see them push back on like Schwartz making that joke again. Now that they kind of have a little bit more of the time frame about bringing up like that, she likes taking people. Like I feel like that should be things that are brought up. But yeah, I'm curious to see how much they kind of walk back on and what they give rationales for the two of them because. Um, who knows if they got their story straight if they got a hot mic moment
0: I'm ready give me the hot mics I All want right. Lisa Barlow I want part two of Lisa Barlow <laughs>
3: just, any I, other I, key uh, moments here no I was gonna say any other key moments that we did discuss Haley you wanted to <laughs> to jump in on
4: I don't think so I am just like looking forward to having the complete story I guess yeah. and not that I'm getting tired of it but I'm also just like ready to have The chapter closed a little bit more.
3: Yeah, yeah. I want to know all the information that the cast knows at this point. Like they've sat there for the union, they know like all this stuff. I want to like, I want all this world to be like in the same place. I don't like that there's like the people knowing what this revelation might be. Who knows what it's going to be if it's going to be anything? Let's just all like catch up to the same point in time with the with all this news, so we can know what's going to happen moving forward. So that'll happen next week, which will be good. I can't Wait. wait. All right let's see any other questions that we have um oh Ali points out I didn't realize this that the extended season the extended episode from the first one they put the episode the clips into the regular episode for part two as like flashbacks I didn't even notice that she says that oh that's
0: why it was like 114 minutes ago she said this I'm like that's very specific
3: yeah I didn't even notice that so Good, good point out there but yeah I, I think we got everything so we can close this out all right you can this is on the bravo feed so subscribe at rob is the slash bravo or bravo feed i think probably bravo feed uh you can follow me on twitter at colin bryan underscore uh you can follow ali at at last tweets haley they can follow you
4: uh you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at strong underscore. And if you want to check out what I am reading, you can check out my Bookstagram account at the Strong Library. You can hear more of my voice over in the top chef for Hap Up. Um, also, Grace Leader Miles Nye and I are getting together this weekend to talk about the season finale of Taskmaster and season 15 as a whole. Uh and then the Bachelorette's coming in a few weeks. So I
3: yeah. feel like the Bachelor, this has been one of the longest breaks, I feel like for the bachelor And I don't even really watch it much anymore. I just feel like I haven't seen commercials. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah, month
4: I feel like the marketing for it hasn't been as hyped up. Well, last mm. last year, The Bachelorette didn't start until July, so that was a bit of a longer oh. break. Okay. And because um, this season of The Bachelor aired three weeks later, I think it is pretty well in line with their normal okay. timeline. It just feels weird, The Bachelorette starting in June.
3: Okay. There you go.
0: Well, the cash dropped today. So get your get yourself ready. I know we got probably got a draft coming up. I mean, we probably have a draft coming up.
3: <laughs> what about you, Nicole? Where can people follow you and what have you been doing?
0: Um, I'm behind the secret Twitter, TikTok, of course, and Instagram. Um, those who may be following me might have saw that we had a pretty crazy week last week with the survivor finale and the the big Apple. So um for more pics and stories of that, I'll be talking over on silent podcasts on the Isaiah and Nicole show.
3: Nice. All right. We'll be back. The full guy next week to f- put a stamp and a close on this reunion for part three. Until then, have a good one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.